as we move on from the loss to Miami and prepare for Louisiana Monroe, I'm not concerned about the offense. You are locked on Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome on in the Locked On Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked On Aggies your first listen every single day. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for $20 off your first purchase. You know, looking back at the game and moving on to the Louisiana Monroe game, I mean, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, you have to move past the Miami game. I need to, we need to and forget it happened and get ready to go for the rest of the season. But, you know, looking back at what happened and thinking what needs to be better next week, what needs to be better the rest of the season, you know, I want to preface this. I'm going to say this a whole bunch this week, but this season is not over. The season isn't over. I saw a great stat. I wish I I had that tweet in front of me, but it was basically along the lines of uh, Texas A&M's lost their second game of the year, a handful of years. This can go a lot of different ways. It can, you know, you can go, it was nine and one in the 2020 year. And then, you know, you got a painful one, like you got a painful year, some painful years where you lost your second game. It can go lots of different ways. And and that's the point there is don't be quick to be discouraged on this team. I get being frustrated. There was a lot of good. We're going to talk a little bit more about the defense in segment two today. And it is, I mean, it was, you know, it's painful to discuss it, but um, you know, speaking to the offense, I'm really, I thought they moved the ball really well. Was I, Fully happy with the offensive line? No. Was I fully happy with the running game? No. But at the end of the day, I do think there's – I think what Coach Petrino did was, was really good. I think Coach Petrino has proved he can call a good football game. He still has it in him, and he's one of the best offensive play callers in college football. I still believe that. I think Connor Wigman is an absolute dog. I stand by that. I think he he the grit he showed, you know – it's easy to, to to put your head down and be discouraged and be upset. It's it's not fun losing a football game and being down and you know having to go out there and try and fight and come back. But Connor Wigman did. He went out there and he fought. He fought for this team. Um, I commend him for that. I was really impressed with the leadership he showed going out there and just fighting for his teammates and fighting for his team and trying to put up points and scratch and bite and claws way back into the game. I, I just the Aggies have a good quarterback. Connor Brigman is a really good quarterback. I still think he's going to end up being one of the best quarterbacks in college football this year. And, and, and next year, I don't I don't even want to get into what I think he's going to be next year because I think he's going to be amazing. But, you know, you do have to – so, no, I'm not concerned about the offense, but there definitely is some stuff to clean up. You still weren't all that efficient running the football. Um, I mean, Reuben Owens was not great on the ground. He did a good bo- – both Amari Daniels and Reuben Owens were good through the air. But on the ground, it wasn't efficient. I didn't think the offensive line got a good enough push. I think you're going to have to get a better push if you want to, you know, fix this season. And I I say fix as if it's broken. It's not broken. But if you want to find a way to still win eight, nine games, you need to get a push and and have the balance. I think this passing attack is going to be good the whole season. I mean, with how good these receivers are, with how good Connor Wigman is, and I mean, I thought Jake Johnson played a good football game. I, I thought that 
this was all in all, the passing attack was great in this football game. But I think the run game needs to get a little bit more efficient. Now, the other thing I need to preface too is, I mean, you know, you get down, you have to throw the football. Um, a good portion of the second half, the Aggies were down, and you got to throw the football to get yourself back in the game. So, I mean, I know they didn't run the football as much as they probably had planned to in the second half had they not been losing. Um, but, so I mean, you know, I mean, they moved the ball well the first half. I mean, you got to remember, and we're going to talk about this and how how we're going to talk about how awful this was, but. You know, missing. I still the Aggies should have gone into the half up six points instead of instead of would have been down four, right? Because it was they were up three. Yeah, they were up three and a touchdown. They should have gone into the half up six. It, this this was a, a big time swing. You know, you could argue it was a ten point swing. I mean, you can't. And I think stuff like that is what really flipped this game over. Is is plays like that. The offense moved the ball well the whole game. I mean, then you come out, you know, you you, you go drive the ball, you kick a field goal, you you tighten the game up a little bit, and then, you know, kick off to the house. We're going to talk about special teams and how, why that stuff needs to be cleaned up in segment three. But I, I think this offense was better than, than, than it's kind of being given credit for. Um, now I've seen a lot of positive things about Connor Wigman, and I've seen a lot of positive things about Coach Petrino. I haven't seen any, any negative stuff floating around. But – you know, I, I just think that you you look back at this offense, everything they did, I, I mean, they, they're going to be able to move the football and score points about against just about anybody, not just about uh, they're going to be able to score points against anybody. I think they're going to be able to compete with every team in the SEC. I mean, everything I've seen, I mean, you know, Bama, I hate you hate to say it, but I was not impressed with what they did against Texas. Um, you know, Ole Miss, I know they won the game, but Tulane gave them a run for their money. You, you, there was just a lot. Auburn, I, I didn't look pretty bad against Cal. The SEC West, I don't think, is the dominant force it normally is to where I still argue that it is wide open. And, you know, here's the deal. Alabama has a loss. You have a loss. Now, does it necessarily matter? Does it matter? Uh, do those games matter when it gets into SEC play? Of course not, because at the end of the day, you know, the team that goes to the SEC championship, it doesn't matter what you did in non-conference. Um so I, I, I think that this season can still be fixed, and a lot of it's going to come down to the offense. Uh, you know, I think this is – the sad reality is what I saw from the defense, I think that the Aggies are going to have to score a lot of points to beat good football teams. Tennessee looked really good. Um, I mean, I'm sorry, Tennessee did not look really good, but I think they're really good. I, I know they didn't have their best showing. I haven't, I haven't seen that game live, but I'm pretty um, – the locked-on Tennessee host was, was – they have a lot to clean up over there as well. So um, I don't think they necessarily looked great, but I think they're a good football team. And, you know, you it's the SEC. It's the gauntlet. You're going to play a lot of solid teams. You're going to play a lot of really good opponents, really good football teams. But while that loss hurts, like I said, I, my main takeaway is I think the offense has proven to me that it's going to be able to, to hang with anybody. The defense is going to have to do its job. The defense is going to have to do a better job stopping um, the passing attack, stopping the run. It's going to have to do a better job, you know, bending and not breaking. That was the thing. I mean, it, it, it broke a lot, you know, a lot of big plays and you can't, that can't happen. Big plays can't happen. Um, they're gonna, but they can't happen at the rate they happened against Miami. But I mean, just, you know, to wrap up thoughts on this offense, uh, you know, Connor Wigman's a really good quarterback. He looked really good. I, I was, I was expecting him to be good. I was expecting them to have a good season, but I thought it might take him a little bit more time to kind of settle in. Um, 
And I thought what we saw against New Mexico, and even in this game, I was really impressed with Wigman. I mean, he's a, he's a, a talented young quarterback who is going to take the league by storm, I still believe. And I, and that's why I'm not down on this Texas A&M football team. That's not that's why I'm not you know hating on the Aggies right now. I, I, I'm still a believer that this team can compete in the SEC. I think my the other thing you know we need to remember. I think Miami is a lot better than I and many others gave them credit to be. And, you know, people would have said that about Texas A&M. Here's the deal: we hadn't seen anything yet. Uh, Miami played Miami of Ohio. The Aggies had played New Mexico. I, we were all excited from what we saw, but you hadn't really seen a, a real opponent yet. So at the end of the day, we didn't know what Miami was. We kind of we could guess. We could we could we could make guesses. We could make you know, we could kind of try and piece and piece things together and, and figure out what the team was, but I, you know, we didn't really know. And they were really good. That's a good football team that's going to compete in the ACC. So, um, I mean, that's not an excuse. That, that's not an excuse to lose a game. I'm, I'm not trying to, oh, well, it's, I'll make you feel better. It was a good team. That doesn't make me feel better. But I, I do think that you didn't lose to a bad football team. You know, you didn't, you didn't get up, you didn't really lose to a, a bad team. And that, that's another takeaway for me is Miami is a good ball club. They're going to have a good season. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think the offense moved the ball well. If you go through the play-by-play and the drives, I, I wish there were a few, you know, field goal opportunities. Would have, you punch it in for seven, punch it in for six, an extra point. But, um, I mean, the offense flowed well. It, 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 in late in the game, it did a good – Connor Wigman and the receivers did a good job fighting to try and get back in the ball game, um, try to put up points. So, I don't think Coach Petrino – you know, I've seen some people, you know, kind of – hating a little bit on coach Petrino. I don't know what, you know, he did. Here's the deal. I mean, every time Miami had the ball, they put up points. It felt like, so, um, you know, the offense and, and you got to remember too, the offense did get gifted 14 with the muffed punt and, um, the block punt. You set you up goal to go twice. So, I mean, you know, the offense got spotted some points, but you still got to punch it in. They did a good job punching it in there. Um, that was exciting. I hated that. That didn't, you know, that you weren't able to take advantage of that more. But I think the offense gifted them. You know, I mean, obviously it was a great play on Amari Daniels where where the fumble came out. But then, like the interception where the receiver slipped. You know, I mean, you were moving the ball there. You were driving the ball. If that's a catch, because it was a good throw, the ball was thrown where it needed to be. If that's a catch, you're moving the ball. And the little things like that is what really turned this game. So I think the offense is going to be okay. I think they moved the ball well. I do think they need to be a little bit better in the red zone, put some more in. But at the end of the day, I was, you know, I mean, and you can't be greedy. I mean, you know, if you're in the red zone six times, you're it's going to be hard to score a touchdown six times. But um, I was impressed with the offense. I don't think if this, I'll, I'll make this claim. If this season doesn't go the way that Texas A&M fans want it to go, I don't think it's going to be on the offense. I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. Um, so while the offense could have been better, could the offensive line have gotten a better push against, Miami, of course. Could things have been better? Could Connor Brigham have made a few better throws? Could the receivers have gotten a little bit more open? The running backs have been better? Of course. All that's true. But I think they did enough to win a football game, and the defense let them down a bit. So this offense, you know, heading into SEC play, I'm not concerned about. I'm more concerned about the, the defense, but I do want to see the offensive line get a more constant push and you know, see more of an yards per carry, at higher average on yards per carry for this running game when we get into SEC play. We're going to talk a little bit about Louisiana Monroe and a little bit about some things this defense needs to clean up coming up right here on Locked on Aggies. 
But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Game Time. The Game Time app is the best place to get your tickets, to get your tickets last minute at the best price. You can get them for football game, baseball games, concerts, music, comedy. You can get tickets on Game Time for any event. It's just I love the convenience of the app. I love that, you know, they're going to they understand they're going to give you the best prices at the last minute compared to other places you want to go get tickets. Game time's going to beat them. It's a great app. They do a good job making sure that you get the best prices on your tickets. We know how ticket prices are crazy right now, and people want to be able to go to, to, to concerts and go to a go to a football game. So game time helps make that possible with the best prices where, whenever you get your tickets, whether it's last minute. They do a great job. You have got to go check out the game time app. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On College for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code Locked On College for twenty dollars off. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. So you know, I want to wrap a little bit about the defense into you know, a little bit about what we saw from the defense into what we can improve against Louisiana Monroe. Um, and like I said, we, we, we can't hang our heads. We can't sit here and be upset. You can't be mad at the defense. You can be mad at coach Durkin. I'm, I can accept that. Um, but I, you know, you can't be mad at this defense. I think we need to move on and talk about what needs to get better. How can we be better? And Louisiana Monroe through two football games is averaging. And this is not a joke. This is not a typo. This is a legitimate thing. 95 yards a game through the air. And then at first, you know, because I don't know much about the Louisiana Monroe program, I was like, do they run one of those, like, you know, um, Army or Navy offenses or, you know, Air Force where they, where they only throw it two times a game? And then I look and I'm like, they've thrown it 21, like 22 times a game. So, no, it's not. They just aren't doing anything in the passing game. Now, they are running the ball well. So, you know, that, that I, I like that. I like being tested because here's the deal. You're not going to lose to Louisiana Monroe. Um, I, I was a little impressed with the start to their season. I think their defense has done a pretty good job. But, you know, the way I look at this is you need to fix things against Louisiana Monroe. The first thing, the first thing you need to do, and I, I mean, I am so serious about this. I think you have got to just send some guys. I mean, send some blitzes, send some pressure. Coach Durkin, you know, I mean, is going to make me pull pull my hair out. It's just, it, you know, you, you – I look at this like this. Against Louisiana Monroe, you're, you're going to be able to outpower their defensive line. You're going to be able to outpower their, um, you know, blockers. You're going to be able to outpower all that. So the way I look at this is go – when they drop back, you know, you got Auburn coming to town in a week, okay, or, you know, for game four. You got the Auburn Tigers coming to town. There, I watched that game against Cal. I wasn't impressed with their offensive line. I thought their defense looked good, but I wasn't impressed by any means of their offense. The way that the Aggies are going to win that game is to go get after their quarterback all day long. Get after him. The offensive line, let some um, players through, and I think you're going to have to do that if you want to beat Auburn. So practice that against Louisiana Monroe. I mean, I, I don't want to shout. I'm not going to shout, but I'm going to exclaim. It's frustrating it is really frustrating, the talent on this defensive line. I mean, I can sit here, you know, you can sit here and talk about it. We can talk about stars 
at the end of the day, you know, I've, I've learned a lesson. I've learned that I was hoping that development plus stars would lead to this defensive line and this defense as a whole being better. I, I haven't seen that thus far. Now, I will add, I don't think that they are being utilized well. I, they, I don't think they are. I have been unim, unimpressed with with the um, with Coach Turkin, to, to, for lack of better better words. Um, I'm quick to forgive. I'm quick to to trust in him to fix things. But at the end of the day, I, the leash for me, you know, it's getting shorter. I don't know how long I can keep trusting in him to to make the right decisions. But you know, against Louisiana Monroe, stop the run. Stop the run. I think you did a good job against Miami stopping the run. I wasn't, you know, they're going into that game. That was my concern. I was sleeping on on Van Dyke. I, I he looked, you know, I, I owe I owe him a a, a six pack of beer because I mean he looked really good. I was wrong, you know, I was wrong about that, and he looked really good. But the run game didn't. And heading into the game, you know, I wasn't as concerned about the passing game in TVD. I was more concerned about stopping their run attack. Against Miami of Ohio, the, the Hurricanes ran the ball extremely efficiently and really well. So, you know, but they stopped the run. Now, you could also, on the flip side of that, you could say, well, they didn't need to run. They were just throwing it for 80 yards every play. That's fair. But, um, you know, so stop the run against Louisiana Monroe because they're going to do it. Stop the run. But then when that quarterback drops back to throw the ball, get after him. Go hammer him. Send I mean, send the whole defense. I mean, at this point, like I would, I would almost like to see that just an eleven man rush. And obviously, I'm kidding, but I just, I want to see you send some pressure against Louisiana. I want you to send five guys, send six guys, not because you necessarily need to. Louisiana Monroe is a team where you could send, you could send three, you could send four, and, and I think your corners are going to be good enough to stay in coverage, um, you know, and not let good stuff happen. And I think even if you send three or four, you could get some pressure. But I want to practice some blitzes. I want to see pressure. If you get pressure, this defensive line is, I think, is talented enough to get pressure. And, you know, you want to see that. You want to see that happen. I want to see the the Aggies get pressure against Louisiana Monroe. Even though I don't think you necessarily need to send the house against Louisiana Monroe, I'd like to see it happen just to know that we can do it. Um, and, And the last thing, I want to bring up a point. One thing I don't like is getting out-dogged, out-dogged. I think that Connor Wigman, dog. Evan Stewart, dog. I sound like that. I don't know if, if y'all have ever seen that video, but there's a funny video that's kind of like that. Um, but I, I think the defense got out-dogged. I do. I mean, I think the defensive line, the defense as a whole, you know, tackling takes that dog mentality. Getting the pass rush, blowing past an offensive lineman takes that dog mentality. And we didn't see a whole lot of it. I, I think they got out dogged. And I don't want to see the Texas AM Aggies ever get out dogged. I don't want to ever see it again. I think you know you've got to have that dog in you. And, and, and you might say, well, that's hard hitting football analysis. I get it. But at the end of the day, I, to me, it's a big deal. I, I think this sport has so much more to do with, with having that dog in you than it does the mental side of things. And all of it's important. Understanding the playbook, being in the right spot, it's all important. But at the end of the day, being a dog will make plays, and I think the Aggies got out dogged, and I never want to see that again. I want to see, I want to see you angry, angry against Louisiana Monroe. When Auburn comes to town, I want you to pummel them. I don't want you to beat them. I want you to hammer them at home in front of your fans. So, 
I, that's one thing I just was thinking about. You know, I think is it needed to be said. And, you know, but the defense, I, I think they got outdogged more than the offense did. I think the offensive line got outdogged a little bit, but not as bad as this defense did. You know, not you know missing tackles, getting blown off the ball. That's not a dog mentality. So I, I want to see you know them clean that up. I still believe that this. I believe that Texas a and they're dogs. I believe that, but I want to see it. You know, I want to see. I want to see it. I want to see it happen because I know they have it in them. I just want to see it happen. So I want to see angriness, anger. I don't even think that's a word, but I want to see it against Louisiana Monroe. I want to see an angry football team getting after Louisiana Monroe. So, you know, um, like I said, they don't throw the ball well. Louisiana Monroe does not throw the ball well. They run the ball well. Stop the run. When they need, if you stop the run, you have them third and long, go get after the quarterback. Not because I think you need to, but because I think it's good practice for what you're going to need to do to win SEC football games. That's what I want to see against Louisiana Monroe. And the last thing, I'm not going to go crazy in depth into this because we talked about it a lot on yesterday's Locked on Aggies, as you everydayers know, but I want to see Tony Grimes and Sam McCall. I, you know, I saw Coach Fisher's response to why no Tony Grimes against New Mexico? And he was like, well, he looked really good, and we were really happy with him, but, you know, he just didn't get on the field today, and it's like, well, that's weird. So I don't know what's going on there. I don't know. you know, I, I don't want to speculate. I don't know what's going on there, but I'd love to see him on the football field to see what he's got because last weekend, you know, it was I was very uh, un, un, not happy with, with the secondary. Um, So I think that's what the defense needs to do against Louisiana Monroe. You got to have that dog in you. You got to clean some things up. Get yourself right against Louisiana Monroe and get ready to host the Auburn Tigers here very soon. We're going to talk a little bit about those special teams' mistakes and how costly they are and why they cannot happen again if you want to fix if you want to put together a really good season this year. Talk about that coming up right here Unlocked on Aggies. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. Get ready for the NFL season with incredible offers from FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get 200 in bonus bets, guaranteed. Plus, all customers who bet $5 will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket from YouTube and YouTube TV. That was the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season with an offer you won't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. But, you know, talking about looking back at the game and talking about what went wrong, what needs to be fixed, what needs to be better, I, I do think those two plays, and I know I talked about them a little bit a minute ago, but that field goal you missed that should have put you up six at halftime. And then, you know, they go down and score with 50 seconds on the clock, whatever it was, a minute, 50 seconds, a uh, minute or 50 seconds. You know, that can't happen. That is, you want to talk about a swing, that is a swing. If you make that field goal. Now, could they have still gone down the field and scored if you made the field goal? Yeah, but I just think there's something about you get the field goal. You got a little momentum. You know, you, you kick the ball off. You get the, you, maybe you, you get a, a big stop there. You They got, they're taking it first and 10 from the 17. You stop them and then. That drive stalls you go to go to the half up, and then I mean you know that's that's then you get the ball out of half. I mean that is what that is what would have. Think about that. Think about think how different this game would have been if you get the ball out of half, and after making that field goal, you don't let them score. You get the ball out of half, and you go 
on to you know kick a field goal, score a touchdown, and you're up two possessions. Imagine, imagine that. That is the type of swing that I am talking about that was really frustrating in this ball game. And then you come out of half. You know, so at halftime, let's. I want to make sure I got. Let's get. We'll talk about the score here. But at halftime of this ball game, it was. Uh, let me see. Now I'm forgetting the dang numbers. But point. The, what I'm trying to get at here is at halftime, you you ended up being down four, right? So seventeen. Yeah. So you're down four at halftime. I wanted to make sure I was right. So it's 21-17 at halftime. I wanted to make sure I was right about that. And then you go out on your first possession, kick a field goal. 20, uh, 21 to 20, you're down a point. Got you know, well, would a touchdown but have been a bigger momentum swing? Of course. But you you kick the field goal, you make it, you make it a one-point game. And what do they what do the, what does Miami do? They take the kickoff to the house, 28-20. Those right there. And it's funny how when you really think about it, those are basically like obviously you have halftime, but like back-to-back things. Think of the swing of that. Think of the swing of that. If you don't, if you you make the kick to be up six at half, you come out of halftime, you make the kick to be up nine, and then you you stop them. And we can sit here and say and if and if what or you know all we want, you can't change it. But I just there there are so many things that that could have gone differently. And special teams like some might you know act like it's not a big deal or we might not I might not discuss it all that much here on locked on Aggies but it is a big deal you have got to make your kicks you have you can't let kickoff returns happen that is like a kickoff returns like a dunk I mean you know that's like the momentum shift you can't let kickoff returns happen I, I want I need that needs to be cleaned up I don't want it to be cleaned up it has to be cleaned up that is what shifts momentum that is when you get burned so you can't you just you can't let it happen. Like I'll give you an example. Auburn has an, a former all American uh, at kickoff returner. You got to be prepared for that. You can't let that, you can't let a kickoff return go to the house in an SEC game, let alone this game against Miami. It can't happen. I think if those things go differently, this could be a different game. Now you could say the same thing. If Miami doesn't muff the punt, if you don't, if you don't now, and you did good things on special teams, you blocked the punt, you recovered the fumble. I'm not saying it was all bad, but I'm saying special teams is a thing that you, you don't want to have any bad things to talk about. You want to have good things to talk about. Well, they muffed the punt. We recovered it, but we didn't do anything wrong. You know, there was bad things they did and good things we did, but also bad things we did. And the bad things that we did really cost us in this football game. So that stuff needs to be cleaned up. And I think that one good thing is I think that a, like I've, I've said this a lot, but a lot of the issues that we've seen for Texas A&M so far, I think can be cleaned up and can be fixed. The defense, I think if you send more pressure, it's a different game. Um, you know, if, if you send pressure and you make TVD make mistakes, it's a different game. So Louisiana Monroe's on the way. It's a it's a it's a fix, you know, cleanup game before you start SEC play against the Auburn Tigers. Get right, fix these things, and win this ball game, beat Auburn, start SEC play one and zero, and let's get back going on the excitement train for this season. It's not over, ladies and gentlemen. The season is not over. There is still stuff to be excited about. But it starts today at practice. It starts this week in this ball game, and then it starts when SEC play comes around in a couple weeks. That's going to do it for today's episode of Locked On Aggies. Thank you all so much for tuning in every single day. It means the world to me. I really appreciate it. Thanks for fighting through the painful loss with me. I know know it hurt, but there's still stuff to be excited about for Texas A&M football. 
So, you know, let, let's keep this good attitude and keep these good vibes going and win a football game this weekend and win one when SEC play opens. Have a great rest of your day. Thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you tomorrow.